We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, and welcome back to another week of Your Welcome Radio. I'm your host, Tori Gordon, founder of Coachable. I'm a corporate dropout and recovering people pleaser turned online entrepreneur, speaker, and self-love junkie. And each week, I bring you a thought or a guest to help you get inspired, stay connected, and slay your fear dragons. So get ready to thank yourself for listening, because you're welcome here. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another week of Your Welcome Radio. I'm your host, Tori, and I'm just so excited to be with you this week because we are kicking off the Radiant Warrior Mastermind, and we just couldn't take one more woman. There was just all the spots were taken up. We were filled to capacity, and I am just so honored and humbled to be leading these powerful women through a transformational process and journey over the next 12 weeks. I am confident that I will be getting to share massive aha moments and breakthroughs along their way. But today, I can't wait for this episode because it's sort of been a long time coming. The guest that I have on today's episode is somebody that I met at the very beginning of my entrepreneurial journey. And she and I have so much in common when it comes to our mentalities towards taking action and creating our dream life. Rachel is a life and a personal development coach. She's a two-time business owner. She is the host of the Go-Getter Girl Mentality podcast, and she's just totally obsessed with helping you to take action and create a life of your dreams. Rachel is that person that inspires you not to just get out of bed every morning, but jump out of bed towards taking action and creating just something that you absolutely love to wake up to and do. She helps women to really unlock their go-getter that lives inside every single one of us. And today we're going to be diving into what it's like to start a second business and move into the e-commerce space, which is the Go-Getter Girl company. Rachel has just been a go-getter from birth. I can just tell. And ever since I met her, she has been unlocking new levels in her own personal life and in her business. And I know that today's episode is going to encourage you to do the same thing and take action and ownership in your life. So stick around for an amazing episode because together we can do scary and hard things. And she's going to tell you exactly why doing that is totally worth it. But before we do that, I want to thank the sponsor of today's episode, Ojai Energetics. I have tried numerous CBD brands over the years, and there has been nothing that has worked better than Ojai Energetics Full Spectrum Elixir. 
I can't tell you how much money I've saved by switching to their advanced absorption technology, and it gets the results I want so much more quickly. Plus, it's 100% organic, and they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. And not just that, but the company is doing things the right way. At Ojai Energetics, they exist as a catalyst for good. They employ a non-negotiable, triple-bottom-line policy of putting people and the planet before profits while being fiscally successful. Ojai Energetics is adamant about building relationships with the farmers who grow the ingredients that they use in the full-spectrum CBD oil, ensuring fair trade wages, and only supporting regenerative farming practices. They are an ethics-driven health and wellness cannabis technology company with the primary focus on the organic and science-driven nutraceutical and medical sectors. They bring ancient healing products to new life, using modern innovations at an affordable level, never compromising the quality of the water-soluble CBD oil. They're here to provide CBD users like you and I with a dependable bridge to optimal living, promoting everyday health and healing. And they will always ensure from seed to planting to the final CBD products in your hands that they have made the world a better place without cutting corners. And aren't we all in need of that? This is why I recommend Ojai Energetics. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of CBD products on the market today, and nothing gets me the results and stands for the ethics that I care about more than Ojai does. So if you want to get your hands on a bottle of the Ojai Energetics Full Spectrum Hemp Elixir, you can do so today at the link in the show notes. And there's a 60-day money-back guarantee. I was able to ask the founder, Will Clyden, if he would give our community here at Your Welcome Radio a no-brainer way to try the product. So you get free shipping on every order, plus a free tube of CBD pain gel, which is a $47 value, when you order three or more bottles of the Elixir today. I can't wait for you to test this out. Go check it out at the show notes link and start living a more optimal, healthy, and happy life today. And without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Your Welcome Radio. Rachel, I'm so excited to have you this week and have this conversation and just catch up. It's been way too long since we've done this, and it's really, really good to see you and have you. So, yeah, welcome. Thank you, Tori, for having me on the show. I'm super excited to chat today, all things. And we haven't, I haven't seen you in a long time. I have, we haven't done our podcast. This has been a long time coming. So thank you so much for reaching out again and getting me on the show. Yeah, it has been a long time coming. So just for some context for everybody that's listening in, Rachel and I met at a conference. When was it? Back in like October. October. So the month that I quit my corporate job. I went to this entrepreneurship conference and I met Rachel there. And it's really incredible just to see the transformation you and I have both made since then. A lot. So it's just (laughs) wild how much can happen. And I want you to really catch me up on what's been happening in your world. What have you been doing? How have you been serving clients as a life coach? Because at the time when you and I met, you were also still super, super into fitness. And now you've got multiple businesses that are booming. So just give me like a little update. Yeah, (laughs) it's funny because you always feel like you're in denial when you actually realize how much has changed, if that makes sense, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were, I think that conference was a big turning point. I know for me, that was the conference I decided to do a mastermind and everything changed. But yeah, so first off, I'm Rachel. I'm I'm a life um, and business and personal development coach, but I also have my own e-commerce business. We are a planner company called Go Getter Girl Company. 
So planners as in agendas, calendars to schedule your days, organize your life. But we also have a lot of personal development tied into our planners. So those kind of were born because of everything I teach my clients. And then I'm sure we'll get into that of how this happened. But when I met Tori, that was never on my radar. I never thought I'd have a product-based business. I honestly... I don't know what I thought I was going to be doing, but I honestly probably thought I'd still be doing fitness coaching right now. And yeah, I actually only have maybe like two fitness clients now, just people who I've been working with for, you know, like three years that are still with me, but everything else is very business, go-getter embodiment, life coaching, and then go-getter girl company now. Yeah, I know. It's just blown up. And I love the branding behind Go Getter Girl Company. It's so you, if you guys have seen it or if you haven't, you will like recognize it when you do because it's all things glitter and pink and unicorns and (laughs) fantasy dream life that you can just imagine for yourself. And I just want you to take me back and us back to when that even became an idea and a dream for you when you were thinking, hey, what if I started, made this go-getter thing a real company? What if I created my first actual product? And what was the kind of the lifeline that that led to that that decision? I know you're going to resonate so much with like the woo of what I'm going to say, but I mean, I've been been a go-getter my whole life and I never imagined that go-getter would be actually my thing, if that makes sense. Um, Like my whole life, all my family would say, you're such a go-getter, my friends in like whatever, college, go-getter was just a thing, but never did I plan on it coming full circle. And I actually had a free Facebook community. I built it probably a year and a half ago and it's called the Go-Getter Girl Group didn't plan it very weird. And then when we were coming up with the planner company name, I was like, it has to have go-getter in it. And then Chris was like, my boyfriend was in the car with me when we brainstormed and he's like, what about go-getter girl company? And he said it and it just clicked, but it's just weird because it's like, that was meant to happen. It's all like this circle that filled out, if that makes sense. So anyways, life is just really, really interesting, but we actually, the whole idea happened in a three hour car ride. We were, we were driving. I wasn't working. I was like, I don't know what came over me. I really don't. It was one of those just downloads. And I was just like, what if I had a planner company? I posted on Instagram. I did a quick story. Hey guys, like what if I had a planner company? And literally the rest is just history. I took action almost immediately. I took out my laptop and started creating a marketing plan. Um, But I knew nothing about, I knew nothing about how you get planners manufactured how would I do this? Like, I didn't know anything, but I just basically took out my laptop in the car and wrote down a dream version of what it could look like for me, what I'd want inside the planners. I really just took out everything I had in my head and put it on paper. And then after that, that Monday, I mean, it was happening. I was already calling companies. I was just taking all the action I knew I could do, like things I knew of, And then I figured out everything else I didn't know how. And I'm still, to this day, it's like been six months. It's only been six months. I'm still learning every single day. I'm facing new things I still don't know how to do that we're learning as we go. Yeah, I resonate so much with that because you and I are are like twin souls or something when it comes to just... Visionaries. Visionaries and then... taking immediate action. Like I too, I don't like just mull over things. I don't think about it and analyze it and like have to have 
all oh, the things perfect. figured out. I'm like, I'll figure it out on the way to, to the destination. We'll, we'll learn as we yeah. go. And so I so recognize that in you. And every time I've kept up with you since we met on, on social, I'm always spurred into action again and encouraged and inspired to just keep following that intuition and keep mm-hmm. following that, that flame that sparks in these just random moments of, of magic. And it's like almost, and do you notice this in your life that you get those downloads and you're able to actually see and think clearly when it, when you're not trying, like when you're not actually trying to come up with a plan and, and think of the next level for you or your business. It's like when I'm in a car, just actually not working. We are right. And I think you'll also resonate with this. Like we both have a similar story of, I hope you don't mind. I think, I mean, I'm sure you've shared this with people, but ever since my grandma passed away of ovarian cancer, I know we bonded over that. I swear, this is when I started getting downloads. Like before I was cruising on my intuition and like what I thought I wanted and kind of just going for things. But now it's like, when I get it, it's, it's it. Like it makes sense. And it just comes crystal clear. And I really think So I like to believe that she has a huge part of it. Like, I really think this whole thing was just like her giving me the plan. Like, here you go. Mm -hmm. This is what you're supposed to do. Take action, do it. And so Mm -hmm. it's just all so cool. And it it really started happening right after she passed away. So that's, that's my motto is like, there are people like you have angels, you have whatever you guys believe in that are guiding you if you can tap into their power. Yeah. For me, it was really just realizing I didn't have time to waste you know, when I lost the people that were so close to me, my mom and my sister and and a bunch of other people in my family, it was just like, Hey, nothing's guaranteed. So jump on that intuitive hit, that feeling, that dream today, Mm -hmm. because right now is all you have and make it count, make it meaningful. Mm -hmm. And you're the only one living your life. No one else is paying your bills. No one else is having to go to your job and and deal with your boss, but you. And is it it what you want to do? And so I'm just curious, what has this season looked like for you as a woman, as not just a business owner, but also just like a partner and a friend and going through this crazy pandemic, like we're going through so much. How have you just taken it all on and how do you stay balanced when you have so much happening in your life? Good question. <laughs> um, so yeah, we launched right in the like right when the pandemic started. And I know I remember a lot of people messaged me and they were like, Why would you do this during the pandemic? Why are you like talking about your business right now when there's other things going on? And we were like, we had just ordered the planners, and so it was a huge investment. It's not just like two thousand dollars to order products. And I was like, I'm not going to give up because I know we're gonna come out of this eventually. And I knew that I wanted to be somewhere else when we got out of it. So I wasn't going to pause my life because something was going on. I mean, obviously I pivoted, I acknowledged what was happening and I did what I needed to do for my clients during that time and myself. But bottom line is like, you just said, like everyone has these dreams, but it's always a a dream. It's never, well, it could be my reality. And it's like, well, why can't it be? Um, And so, yeah, I think with the pandemic, that was, it is interesting. It's cool to say that we did launch our new company during the pandemic. Um, But, you know, they say that a lot of larger companies were literally born during pandemics and things like that. So 
It was a yeah, hope. During the, what was it, the 2009 um, crisis, like Uber and, uh, and yeah. uh, I was listening to a podcast the other day and the, the couple that started Quest Nutrition started during that oh. time. And so like all of these massive companies that have really shaped kind of our culture now and what yeah. we do came out of these really dark times. Yeah. And I'm just like also curious, how did you see planners? Why, why planners? How have planners impacted your life? What, yeah. what is it that you wanted people to get out of scheduling their, their life? And, and how are you seeing that uh, help people? Yeah. So w- with my clients, with my life coaching clients, something we do on our first coaching calls is really looking at kind of the routines they have in their life that are they're actually finding fulfillment from because a lot of people are just obviously running through their day they're on autopilot all of those things and so when we look at their goals and assess what they want what they want from their life it's like okay so how can we build that into your life how can we find more structure to release any anxiety you have all those things so it was always like okay in the mornings i would love for you to spend 10 minutes like i know not everyone loves a morning routine and that's fine like maybe nightly routines even better for some individuals, but just spending that time with yourself to prioritize and get things out of your head. So I know you get it. Like we're all always having like a million things running through our head. And so for me to release those things, I have like 40 to-do lists. I have the same things written down like four times, but it helps me to have it on a sticky note, to have it on a whiteboard, to have it in a planner. And so I would always have them take out a notebook in the mornings and kind of make their own little go-getter-girl planner before it was ever a planner. So, um, that's really what inspired it was like, why, why don't I just have a planner that has a daily page that you can do these exact things with every day. And Mm -hmm. so that's why in our planners, we have the daily pages, not just a calendar of the month, it's daily, weekly pages and monthly pages. That's awesome. That's, that's really where it came from. But, and also you asked like, um, how it is just also not just being an entrepreneur, like being a girlfriend, being, whatever. Um, and I will say since getting, I mean, Tori knew me. Well, when I met you, I wasn't super hardcore into fitness, but I used to be a year ago. I was super like, I was at the gym three hours a day, you know, tracking all my food. I had hardcore fitness goals. And now it's so funny because I'm more in like my feminine, like I do what I feel like I need to do and what I want to do. And I don't force it. So if I don't want to go to the gym in the morning, I don't. And that's really a big change for me. But I think it's because a lot of my energy now is going towards my business, is going towards being creative, is going towards like serving others. And so my priorities have shifted, um, which is always an interesting phase of your life to realize, wait, wow, like my goals have changed and my priorities have shifted. Um, So yeah, I just like backtracking a little bit. It's definitely been a different phase of me. Like I'm a different person now. Yeah. No, I'm glad you did because it's, you know, in, in context to being a fitness competitor and having really, really big goals around that, it's like, you've stepped into listening to your body in a whole new way. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And like, yes, I looked, I do aesthetically like look different, right? Like I had, you know, a six pack two years ago and now I don't, but I also Mm -hmm. have so much more joy than I did before. And so not saying there's anything wrong with having fitness goals. It's so important to have health goals, but it is interesting how much more I'm able to accomplish when stepping out of just such like a, that was my only goal, right? Like was to get on stage. And now I could probably prep during all of this, but I don't feel like I'd be able to give to my dreams as much, if that makes sense. 
Yeah. I think it's about staying in that ease and that flow of not, of knowing when the next thing that you put on your plate is going to tip you into that, into that masculine, into that control and got to force it. And I've got to like almost, um, where if I don't get this stuff done, I have failed for the day. I haven't, you know, done enough and allowing yourself to just listen and know, Hey, I'm actually at capacity and I, this feels fine. And I'm going to let this, you know, be something that I do tomorrow or in another season of my life and letting that be okay for where you're at. I think that's important. And I love that we are like kind of pivoting into the talk about like masculine and feminine, because I never realized how masculine go-getter can be. Like we're checking things off. We're taking action. We're making moves. We are go, go, go. Like we're go-getters. But um, something I was on a podcast a few weeks ago and we were talking about, okay, but go-getters are also very intentional with their time. So we're not just checking things off to check things off. Like we are taking aligned action. And so it's about having the mix of both to create a balance. But I do know my go-getters listening probably struggle with like taking that time off because I always did. Mm -hmm. Same, same. Because here's the thing for me, Rach, like my, I learned really young and I, I just resonate so much with you because I take action like you do. And I, I strive to be as efficient as possible. And I, I love getting things done and that I also, so no, it's connected to a shadow part of me that learned really young that I got praise and attention and love for doing things and doing things yeah. well. And when I performed or when I got a good grade or when I, you know, was the star in the play or yeah. hit the home run, everybody clapped and cheered. And I loved that feeling and it made me feel good. And so at a really young age, I became this achiever which in, in the archetype of the go-getter was my thing. And it was because that was the way I learned to get love and acceptance and to belong and value. And as I mature and grow in my own development, and especially now as a business owner, leading people, it's, it's realizing the the feminine power of the go-getter is to know that my worth doesn't, isn't based on what I do. Yeah. And that because I had to unlearn that I'm on, I'm good if I do good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so for me, it's about really allowing the times when I need to say, Hey, I can't take, I can't take this yeah. next thing on. I can't, you know, we need to yeah. move this date. It's just not, yeah. it's not going to be okay. And knowing that that doesn't mean that I'm less than right. as a woman or as a, as a entrepreneur or anything else else in between. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I've definitely, definitely been pushing things that I normally be like, let's do it all. I mean, even this podcast, I believe I messaged you and I was like, Hey, like we're going into launch and I'm just canceling podcasts because I wanted to give all of my attention to that. Um, because it was so new to me, you know, it wasn't just like launching a coaching program, which I've done. It was, it's a different type of pressure. I would say in different world from what I've noticed with e-commerce, because you know how you know most of your clients, obviously, you know who you're working with. You don't really know whose hands are on your e-commerce product necessarily. I try to be really involved and know everyone who purchases, but you you know, it's impossible ultimately to, sure. to have that relationship. So it's interesting because you're working so hard to create a product that you want everyone to love and see the quality, see what's behind it. 
what I'm also learning is you can't please everyone. Um, and I've never been a people pleaser necessarily, really. Like I've always just like, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Um, but I think because I put so much heart into these products, I want everyone to love it, obviously. And so with e-commerce, I am learning because you said we are a girly brand, um, girlier, like we have high vibe. There are pink in our covers, whatever. Not everyone is going to love that. And so I've actually realized we're a brand, right? So when you go shopping at a store, you might like different types of clothes, for example, like me too. I could go to Hot Topic. I could also go to Hollister. I could go to either one. But, you know, let's just say you absolutely like hate pink. Like you wouldn't go to shop at Limited to when you were younger or just. Yeah, that's literally the brand that came to my mind. (laughs) Yeah. So I just, it's just realizing. And I think that's almost a little bit, uh, I mean, it's obviously a little bit different than the masculine, feminine, and all that, but just acknowledging that it doesn't mean I'm less than just because these, this percentage is going to say that we're too girly. Mm -hmm. Um, And realizing that, and we're not going to be for everyone, but not to worry if you're listening and you don't love pink, we do have covers that are not pink, but we want our covers and our products to brighten your day. That's the point. That really is the point of them. Like the stars on them is to have you reach for the stars, you know, like all of those things were designed with purpose. So there's a madness behind why we did everything we did. Yeah, no, I think that's incredible. And it's, and it's so true. And I just want to know like what have, um, what's been the hardest thing for you in this, in this season and learning more? Is it that, you know, you felt like you really had, um, it under control when you were just running masterminds and you're like, I know the ins and outs of how to work with people and how to work one-on-one. And I'm just really confident in my ability to do that. And now I'm totally just walking into an unknown and I'm, I'm a beginner again. Like, tell me about, about that and what's just been kind of the, the most challenging, not, maybe not hard, but just like confronting something they have had to, to learn going into yeah. a whole new business. Yeah, no, it really is. And I think you just said it perfectly is, and I forget that I forget that I'm new again, because I've had my coaching business and I've had whatever came months, and I'm like, okay, like this is, I know what I'm doing. I'm a business coach, but I don't necessarily know, like, this is a brand new, brand new company. We've been open for three weeks, technically, totally three weeks. Um, July 19th was our launch day. And so remembering I'm a beginner again is it's interesting, but it's also kind of reassuring and nice when, I don't know, like if I'm getting in my head or something about, well, why didn't it go this way? Whatever. It's nice to remember I am a beginner and this is only the beginning. And these companies I'm admiring or companies we're looking at talking about like Quest Nutrition, for example, you know, they've probably been around for eight years or something to get to where they are today. But we see it as like, oh, they just probably started last year, but <laughs> it's not the case. And there's a lot of changes and a lot of growth and customers. It takes people a while as well to trust a new brand. Um, and I'm the same way. Like I have my legging company I like and that I trust. And it's really hard to step out of that and try something new. Um, so I think that's another thing I'm understanding, like the psychology of how we work as consumers I'm on the other side, like, Hey guys, like we're amazing. And like, I know that. And people, when they get the products are realizing we're actually just as high end as these high level planner brands, but to get to that step, it's, it's not easy to give that trust. So that's been not challenging. I'm just like a comment, but the two most challenging things I've faced so far is hiring, um, which I'm sure you can relate to just in general with coaching and hiring team members and just different personalities and work ethic and, um, 
you know, my project manager, your project manager too. Um, she always says like, Rachel, what you need to understand is like, we are no longer just Rachel Maria official. We are a corporation. And if like someone else falls, literally our whole company falls. And it's such a good point because we have designers. Now we have people producing the actual planners without them. There's no product. Um, and there's just so many people that tie into what we do. So hiring has been very, very challenging to find a team that I see lasting. We've, Mm -hmm. like I said, only been a company, we've been an idea for six months, a new company. And we've already went through probably like four designers um, just because they couldn't, they rushed work, late work. I don't fly with that um, because these products are in thousands of hands. It's not, it's just not, it's not like a joke anymore. So I think that that's the pressure. It's it's different. It's different. Um, I'm keeping this really raw and real because we're doing this podcast during a time of this is what we're facing this week and these past few months. And so my launch actually probably would have been way less stressful if, if the team members weren't, the team members were actually the biggest struggle we had launching, um, a lot of stress, a lot of tears, a lot of frustration. Um, and then the second biggest challenge is inventory is knowing how much inventory you need. Um, we're heading into black Friday. We're heading into the fourth quarter, which in e-commerce is like the fourth quarter. And I'm like, what does that mean? Um, but I don't know what we need. We're I have no idea. We still have inventory left from our first launch. Um, but no one sees that behind the scenes, of course. Like customers are like, okay, I'm ready for your next product. Like the ones that I've already bought our first product. And so it's just really interesting um, to take all the money you've made so far and then put it right back into your business. So it's just a different world. Um, so those I would say are the most challenging things. And from what I've heard, inventory is always going to be a challenging thing to, to figure out and calculate how much you need no matter how old your company is. And then I'm sure hiring is never going to get easier. Yeah. I mean, and here's <laughs> the thing with that. I guess like you and I, as the face of our businesses, we want and expect people to care about as much as we, we do. Have right? it's like, yeah. This is all, this is all I do. This is my livelihood. This is my reputation. It matters. And we want it to matter to the people that are working on our products or, or on our teams. And, and I've, um, you know, I was one of those people I hired before I was really ready to hire intentionally. And luckily like you, um, Rachel and I work with the same, um, business manager who is, a, has saved my life in so many ways. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but thinking past that, it's like, I too, I'm like, I want to scale and grow and I want people that will grow with me because I, as a coach, what I care about is relationships. And I know the importance of trust because if I'm going to delegate stuff to you, I've got to trust that you're going to hold that and you're going to hold that with care and love Mm -hmm. and you're going to spend you know, give it the attention that it deserves yeah. because you know, it's going to go out and it's going to impact the world. And then that's like your touch that you get to leave on it. And, and I think as CEOs, you and I hold the responsibility to speak that into our teams Mm -hmm. of like, you know, I think we just had a call yesterday, actually, like with the team about this. Really? Yeah. Well, because we, we're not target. You're not, you know, we're not considered target. So right. Like to them, it's like, they might not realize how much we really care, how much we're doing behind the scenes to make this stay alive or whatever. And so we kind of just said like, 
we're not target today, but let's treat us like we're target. You know what I mean? Like treat your position like you're going to be the head of marketing, like you're going to move up to be the head of illustration because you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, it's like Chick-fil-A. They've just, the way that they, I am obsessed with Chick-fil-A before I started my detox that I'm on right now is eating it like three times a week. I'm not kidding. (laughs) Um, And they just train their people to really give a shit (laughs) about the customer. And And love the brand. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that is the reputation that precedes them. Everybody knows, oh, like even if I get a waiter at, you know, wherever and they say, oh, it's my pleasure. I'm like, oh, did you work at Chick-fil-A at some point? And they're like, yes, it's just been like, just drilled into them. And the other thing that you said is about inventory and these, these challenges that you're facing that you haven't faced in other types of your business. How does one start? Like, how does one start an e-commerce business? Because (laughs) how did you even know, did you work with somebody who's been in the business that could give you guidance? Because I'm thinking about listeners who are like, okay, I'm listening to two awesome girls. They sound like they've got, you know, really cool things going on. I wish I could do that. I would, love to start my online boutique or I would love to, you know, start a business myself. Mm -hmm. What does that process look like for you, especially now that you have done it more than once? Yeah. So when I first started coaching, I wanted to do it myself and I totally hear you. You want to do it yourself because you don't have the money to invest into a coach. I get it. I had $25. I had not lots of, I had $25 in my savings account and I was trying to do the coaching thing by myself. I was like, I can do this. I can get clients. It's going to be great. Um, But a true go-getter knows that getting help is going to only excel her to where she wants to be quicker and more efficiently. And once I realized, I know that deep down. And so I was always like wanting the help. Like why wouldn't I want my coaching business to grow to where I want it to be uh, like sooner? Because I want things I'm and that's not a bad thing, a bad quality, but I do like things now. And when I was younger, my parents always used to say, not tomorrow, you want it now. And I'm like, yep. Um, so I'm sure you resonate with that. Um, Same. So- my husband's like, you're big- the biggest thing. He's like, I'm, you need, he says, because he's from Venezuela, you need some more paciencia. Paciencia. <laughs> it's patience, baby, yeah. patience. And I'm like, yeah, we can do it right now. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like if I get something in my mind, it's pretty much like the outcome is I will make the outcome. I will manipulate the outcome to get what I was hoping for. I will get the desired result. Um, so anyways, I ended up hiring my first business coach all, um, before I was ready. I had, you know, like I said, not a lot of money. She was $2,000 a month, but I knew she had what I needed to get from point A to point Z. And so I did invest before I was ready, but because I had, I think coaching experience and now I'm a business coach and teach other people to how to have a business. I didn't need that first e-commerce coach until actually I hired one two weeks ago. So I started the whole process just like any of you guys would. I mean, yes, I had a little bit more probably coaching experience, nurturing experience, how to build a brand. I knew that basic step. So if you're listening right now and you're like, I have no idea how to build a brand, my first step would be to get help, honestly, to invest, to get that answer for yourself. So you can do what you want to do. And you can, I have some business clients. Well, they started off as life coaching clients who got clarity that they want to have their own plus size apparel company. They want to have a subscription box company. And guess what? In three months, they've already started these brands. Like it's not an idea anymore. Like you can find them on Instagram, they're hiring manufacturers. And so they didn't even have a coaching business before you can start and go right into e-commerce if that's what you want. Um, and so anyways, um, 
my first step um, when you know coming up with this idea was I had to find a manufacturer to produce the products. And so I went to a bunch of printing firms in where I live in Florida, no clue what I was doing. I walked in, I was like, hi, I want to make a planner. I had no clue what I was talking about. And that was my first step. Like literally that's what it looked like. And they looked at me and they said, okay, well, that's going to be a $70,000 investment if you do it with us. And I was like, what? So I was like, how do these people do this then? Like, you know, and at that point I could have just thrown in the towel and been like, never mind. This clearly isn't for me. Um, but I knew there had to be another way, right? Like I was like, yes. there's no way. I I just want to chime in here because I think this is so big for so many people. It's like the first answer isn't the only answer, Mm -hmm. right? Like the first response you get, if it's a no, it doesn't mean every other response is going to be a no. And if it's like, oh, it's going to be $80,000 or $70,000 investment. Yeah. You could have been like, oh, it's going to be a $70,000 investment everywhere I ask. So I'm just might as well not ask. And that's like such a... It's such a simple thing, but I think it's one of the biggest things that holds people back. So yeah. And like, even with coaching, you're going to hear no a lot, right? Like I'm sure, you know, your first 10 clients you got on the phone with were like, can't afford that. I can't, but here's the thing, like somebody can, and somebody wanted your help and now you have an amazing company. And so, um, yeah, so I heard $70,000 and I was like, there is no way that like girls my age are starting these companies and just finding $70,000, you know, like I was ready to spend maybe like 20 15k but I was just like "Mm, that doesn't seem right so I had to go back to my drawing board (laughs) I did a lot more research to figure out like how can I get these products for a price that I can do with the quality I want because I won't lie like every little thing I wanted on our planners was extra everything they were like well because you want that it's more and like well I'm not settling because I don't I don't I don't like that I got a planner in I bought one like two years ago and I got it in for $60. The planner was $60 and then you get it in. And it's just, it was just like not good quality. It was falling apart. And I don't want that. I wanted quality. Mm-hmm. If I was going to do it, we we're going to do it right. And so anyways, I went back to the drawing board, but the point is like the first thing I searched literally on Google was how to start a planner company, like literally. And I bought a course. I never actually watched the course. I bought a course that was like $27 from somebody who takes you through the process of starting a planner company. Um, and I was planning on watching it and just doing that. And so if you don't have a coach or you don't have the resources, it's like you have Google, you have so many opportunities to figure it out. And right now we're actually in the process of, since we're ordering more inventory and like new inventory and new products and different types of planners, I'm at the drawing board again, like making probably even harder decisions now of choosing between, do I want to stay with a manufacturer I know already, or do I want to go to a new one that has a different opportunity for me? So you're never going to know the answer, but you can't not do it just because you don't know how, because that's just keeping you in your little bubble. That's keeping you where you're always going to be because you're not going to know the answers to everything. But yeah, now I do have an e-commerce coach. I just hired them two weeks ago. They scaled their first e-commerce business in two years to a multi-million dollar company. And so I was like, I need some of what you have. Um, They're going to teach me things I didn't know. And they're already pushing me to different levels and thinking differently which is why now I'm having to make these difficult choices because they're presenting me with things I didn't even think of before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's the beauty of working with, with mentors. Oh, yeah. Is it that they can see and know things that you wouldn't even know to ask. Mm-hmm. Even if you had the, uh, you know, Google to ask it, you wouldn't even know the question to, to, to enter. And that's the thing we're living in the age of information, you guys. And I want everyone listening to hear this. If you have something that you want to do, if you have a dream, one, get resourceful. 
like there is YouTube university is like a real thing. That's actually how I figured out how to start a podcast. I learned from YouTube, every little thing. So milk your resources for everything that they are for the people that you know in your life who are, that are in your life that are entrepreneurs, ask them, like interview them, ask them what, how they got started. And that's why we, you know, I do these podcasts and why I want to bring on people like Rachel, because they're just a testament of what can happen if you, if you get out there and start asking questions, getting curious and following the the desire that you have inside your chest. Yes. I love that. There's no different, like seriously, like me and Tori are just hanging out right now, like just chatting. But I think we idolize people and we like look up to them that they did this. And it's like, you could do the same thing. So I went to school for psychology. I did not go to school for becoming an entrepreneur. I mean, yeah, I use my degree now, but that wasn't my plan. And I mean, I left my, I was working another job, just like Tori. I was working, um, not a nine to five, but I was working with kids with autism, a completely different career. And I didn't feel like something was right. And I dove into my businesses. And if you asked me two years ago, when I started my first business, Oh, would you have this other business now? Would you be go get her girl company? And I would say, no, I'd be like, what? Yeah. Right. So, um, I still say that I'm still sitting here saying that even though like 500 people have our planners in their hands, and they're tagging us. It's still not clicking for me that that's my company yet. I know it will click eventually, but um, it's funny to really see what you've created. Um, and so why wouldn't you want to be like one of those success stories? And I think that's just, that's the go-getter mentality. And some people don't have those desires, but if you're listening to this and you're like really resonating and you feel like you're meant to do something, you're not one of those people that's meant to stay average. I have plenty of friends um, people I knew growing up, this isn't meant to be offensive, but I'll just be honest <laughs> that they stayed in their hometown and that's okay. That's fine. Staying in your hometown is fine, but they never challenged themselves, right? Like they, they married the person they knew from high school. They stayed in their hometown. They stayed in their nine to five that they're okay with. But if you ask them, are you really fulfilled? Like, are you living your dream life? They'd probably say, well, no, I wish I went for this, this, and this, but like, I'm happy. So mm-hmm. you have to ask yourself, are you happy? but are you growing every day? Right? Like I, I think that's important. I want to keep growing every day. I know Tori wants to keep growing because that's our mindset. Like that's our mentality. And so you probably, I know some people are resonating and some people might be like, she's out of her mind. So, you know, it's one of those things, but if you have that inside of you, you're meant for more, you're one of those people. So we need more of these kinds of people in this world, obviously to, to make it a brighter place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, not a, entrepreneurship isn't for everybody, no. but the, the, the message for everybody in this is that whatever you can think of, you can create. Yeah. Whatever you think of, you can create. So like before you ever had a physical planner in your hands, it started as an idea. Mm-hmm. And just with anything that we love, our favorite product, our favorite car, whatever invention you just think is amazing, it wouldn't exist if somebody didn't just think about it first. And so whatever things come into your mind that you think would be amazing, it's, it's, it's not just that, yeah, it would be, but it could be. (laughs) Yeah. And it's for you. And so like Tori said, you don't have to be an entrepreneur. I tell all my clients that I'm not just because I'm an entrepreneur doesn't mean you're less than if you're not absolutely not but you could get that promotion. You could leave your job that you're in right now for the other job. You could move to that dream state you want to live in. You could start a nonprofit organization for kids if that's your dream or kids with cancer. I mean, whatever you want, but 
I guarantee you've had a thought before and I guarantee you pushed it away because you didn't think you could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I think going to lead to like one of the last questions is just like with all of the clients you've worked with in your mastermind, one-on-one, what is the, the theme or the string that like connects everybody in terms of what you see holding people back the most? Mm, yeah. The thing I hear the most, and I always make them define it. Cause I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> is fear of failure. That's it. And yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, what does that mean to you? What does that actually mean? And did you go to Pace to be brave last year? I didn't, uh-uh, but okay. I, yeah, I definitely know what it is. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it, they, we did an activity and I know when I first started my business, I did have that fear of failing of, I guess I, in a way, like I was scared that I wouldn't be able to make enough money to survive and leave my other job. Like I was like, I'm going to have to go back to work. How is this going to work long-term? So I never said like, oh, I'm scared of failing. But my thing was, is this going to last long-term for me? Like if I'm 45 years old, am I still going to have my own business? Like, because you don't see when you start where it's going to evolve, right? Like, well, we might be on stage in five years together, right? Like we don't know what's going to happen. Um, and so- Yeah, mark, mark your calendars today when Rach, Rach <laughs> said that and we'll see how long it takes us to get on a stage. Today. Probably not that long. Um, yeah. And so literally though, and so she was like, okay, write down your fear um, and then like, actually let's write down the reality. And so I wrote down, I don't know if this is going to last. Um, will my business actually last? Will I be able to keep money coming in? Obviously we need money to survive. Like that's just the point blank story. Right. And so I wasn't sure. And so I rephrased that. And I said, wait a second, I'm not the type of person to just fail. So even if I lost 20 clients tomorrow, even if someone hacked, go get a girl company. And like, I have no idea, like all of our products got damaged. I wouldn't quit. Like I wouldn't just throw in the towel and be like, okay, forget the whole thing. I'm going back to my old job. Like, I would never do that. I would literally rather do anything else than go back to my old position now realizing what more fulfillment I have working for myself. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so, so sorry, the question. Yeah. So that's what you hear the most is fear of failure. And then I'm like, okay, like let's define that. But you have to, the truth is like, I'm, I know Tori and me both have the same mindset on this is like, there's literally no way to fail unless you never start or you give up too early. And that's just the truth. Like people give up too early and then you'll fail. Yeah. Because you never reach that potential you wanted, but, um, you have to make mistakes in order to get to the point you want to go. Like I've already made probably a thousand mistakes as a leader, as the owner, as the person, maybe who's supposed to hold the team together. Maybe I didn't do something right. And that's why the hiring didn't go the way I wanted. Right. Like there's always a different perspective of looking at it. So, but you have to fail to learn. My dad today actually on the phone, he called it wrinkles. I thought that was kind of weird, but he was, I think he just meant like kinks in the road, but he was like, you're going to have to just iron out all these wrinkles. And then in a few years, Rage, hopefully you're not hitting the same wrinkles. And I was like, okay, dad. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I guess it's in the same way, kind of what you just said, I think a lot of people when it comes to quote unquote failure is also this bigger fear of, of judgment, maybe that they think they're going to get from other people. And also what if I'm not who they thought I was, or like, what if they see that I'm different than they expect me to be, or I want to do something different than, than, everybody else in my family, right? Yeah, expected. And it's like that too, in some ways, 
morphs into this idea of failure that we're failing people by not living up to their expectations. And I just want people listening to know, like, you're not responsible for living up to other people's expectations of you. Mm -hmm. And you get to do what you want if you, if you just choose it, you know, and no one else is, no one else is living your life, you know? You might even face judgment from yourself. Like I know I was frustrated with myself. I was like, dude, you just spent 90 K going to school and now you're sitting here and you want to switch. Like I had a lot of resistance to leaning into that. And so like judgment, fear of failure, self-doubt, all those things are probably cluttering your mind right now. Maybe the fear of you don't have the answers or the fear of, I don't know how in our planners, like one of the biggest quotes, um, well, one is like an idea is just an idea until you take action. And then I think I have everything is figure outable, which I just found out is actually a book. So yeah, Marie Forleo. That, which I should yeah. read. But anyways, everything ultimately is figure outable. Like even when everything hits the fan, there's fires to put out, like the end of the day, it's happening for you. You're going to figure it out if you're willing to get through the storm. Like if you're willing to try, that's yeah. really and all I think too. Just double backing on what you said earlier, there's so much value when we, when we can shift our perspective to see the value in making mistakes, the value in trying. And one of the, the things I say to all my clients is clarity doesn't come through thinking. Mm-hmm. Clarity comes by taking action. Yeah. And so that when you take that step, you do that thing, you take that class, and then you know, oh, I like this or I don't like this. That gives you clarity about yeah. if you want to do it more or if you want to try something else. Whereas if you're thinking, hey, I wonder if I'm going to like this new food I've never tried before, no amount of thinking is going to help you figure out if you're going to like that food until you try it. <laughs> Exactly. And, um, it's always going to be risky. Like you're not going to know until you try it on for size. Um, somebody said that to me the other day, they were thinking about buying my course and they were like, well, it's just really risky. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get the results. And I'm like, you want guarantees. There's no guarantees. (laughs) You have to put in the work to get the result. Like it is risky. Every time you hire a coach or, uh, start a new brand, like investing, we might purchase, let's say a thousand planners or something next time. And that's X amount of investment. Like we might not sell them. It's risky or we could just not do it at all. And then not to get anywhere. So what's the right. choice, right? Exactly. Exactly. Well, I just think you are so much fun. You're so awesome. You're such an inspiration to so many women and men. Um, and I'm just so excited to see the Go-Getter Girl brand become a household name and continue to spur people in the direction of chasing their dreams and helping them to practically put that out into reality by writing it out day by day. Because even a client yesterday on my Radiant Warrior Mastermind kickoff call, she said, you know, it just becomes a little bit more real when you write it down. It becomes a yeah. little bit more real when you say it out loud. And mm-hmm. it just, it, it lands a little bit deeper when you're just up in your head thinking about all these things. It's one thing. And then you say it out loud or you write it down and then, and you read what yeah. you wrote. You're like, okay, this is really, this is yeah. what I want. And this is what's next for me. Yeah. And like, you can really, like, if you're listening right now, I know, I'm sure your clients, like in that three months and my clients, like they change their lives in three months. And people think that, well, nothing's, nothing could change for me in that amount of time. And it's like a lot can change for you if you decide and you get a vision of what you want and you just start making moves towards it. Right. Like it's just absolutely like, just so incredible to really think about 
what, you know, I'm sure you've seen and what I've seen and with our own personal journeys, but other women's journeys of not saying they weren't special. They are special. You are special, but they didn't know they were special either. Yeah. I just, just to plug one of my recent clients, really big wins on our first ever one-on-one call. She came to me in a very similar kind of stuck, conflicted place around who she was and what she wanted and what she was doing with her life and had a lot of success in her job, but just was just kind of lying to herself, you know, which I think we all do sometimes just to try and make it better than it, than it actually is and convince ourselves that we're happier than we are. And when she got really honest, she was like, no, this is not at all what I want to do. After one call, she decided she was moving from the city that she moved to. She was going to move back to Arizona. She Mm -hmm. set up a call with her boss to tell him he, she wanted to quit. In that call, the boss was like, hey, we will change the the position to be exactly what you want it to be and pay for you to move to Arizona. You can keep your your salary until you figure out what your next move is. Mm -hmm. So you get the best of both worlds. So she did that. And then she went through my TikTok workshop and she started posting on TikTok Six days into posting, she had over a million views on one of our videos. And now she, two and a half weeks later, she has over 20,000 followers and she's already been reached out to by CBS to be on the Drew Drew Barrymore show. This happened for her in three weeks of us meeting and us talking and her actually just coming to terms with what her truth was and then making and doing things that aligned with that. And it's like the universe will literally support you. Yeah. Doors are opening. Say that. Yeah. And even when doors are closing, it's like, now I see that they were closing on purpose for then to find the next door. So like my job, I actually honestly ended up quitting because things started to go really South. Like, I mean, it was a really negative environment, X, Y, and Z, like long story short, I needed to leave. Like I was not happy, but I was like, the door literally was shutting for me. Like Rachel, like you're leaving, but I didn't realize why, like, I didn't realize the bigger picture. So listen to your intuition, like follow the door shutting and then find what next door is opening for you, you know? And so many people have just experienced closed doors in their lives with this pandemic, with so many millions of people being laid off and they're realizing, oh my gosh, this door is like just closed to my face. Now, what do I do? Now is the time to get more curious about what you want and what you like. It's a, it's a free gift of reassessment in your life to see Mm -hmm. where, what do I want to give my time and my energy to? Because Mm -hmm. what you give your energy to will grow. And so I just want everyone listening to this to have that full permission um, to put your attention on the things that that really light you up because Rachel and I are byproducts of what that can look like and how that can can look and what's possible when you say yes. Yeah, I love that. Thank you, Tori, for having me on. We talked, I didn't realize how long we were talking, but it's a great episode. So I hope everyone enjoyed the episode and let us know if you did. Yes, please. How can people stay in touch with you, get a planner, um, work with you if they want to, let people know how they can reach out? Totally. So I'll start with the planners. (laughs) Our planners, first of all, are undated. So if you're listening to this podcast in a month or three months and you're like, oh no, I missed it. We do have undated ones, which means like you buy it and you just start whenever you have your planner in your hands. So our website is www.gogettergirlco.com. 
and you get 10% off your first order. And we have markdowns right now, actually. So that's exciting. And then there are Instagrams, go get her girl co as well. And then my personal Instagram, which I am always on, I'm not only on go get her girl co is Rach Marie official. And then if you want to talk to me about coaching, I have a free go getter course. So everything we just talked about, like your mindset, getting clarity on what you want, your dream life, all those things I cover in the free course. So just DM me, go getter, be brave, do the thing, just DM mm-hmm. me. I'll send you the free link um, to the free course just to get you started on that. Awesome. Yeah. We will put all those links in the show notes for you guys so you can find Rachel online. And if you liked this episode, if you got something out of it, we would love to know. Please screenshot it, you know, tag us on Instagram. Let us know that you listened. We would love to connect with you and yeah, see how you're living out your dreams day to day. So go after it. Go be a, a go getter. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Go get your girl. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'll do it. You're welcome. Thanks, Rachel. Bye, guys.